Welcome to the Getting Soul Fit Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Page, addict, alcoholic, turned sober and free, mental health advocate, guest speaker, fitness cover model, trauma-informed life coach, intuitive empath, lover of laughter, donuts, authenticity, and addicted to growth. Each episode, I will host a special guest or topic that will help empower you to conquer any and all obstacles and fears to rise. This show is your one-stop shop for raw truth and unapologetic growth. Welcome back to the show, you guys, and happy Monday. Um, I had posted a question in my stories recently um, asking everyone, what topics do you want me to cover in the upcoming episodes? And one topic um, that really spoke out to me was getting sober young. So a little backstory. I have been sober since January 1st, 2011. Um, I got sober when I was 28 years old. Um, and yes, that is young. However, you know, I know many people, several people that have gotten sober even younger. Um, the youngest person that I met that had gotten sober was like 14. This was in North Carolina where I'm from. And it was amazing um, because he had one year of sobriety. And I'm sure you're thinking, for those of you that aren't um, dealing with addiction issues or have never dealt with addiction issues, how can someone so young um, need to get sober? And the answer is because some people hit rock bottom much sooner in life. Now, when you're younger and you hit rock bottom, it may be looked upon or you may feel like, <laughs> why me, right? Like, I can't believe I'm not even 21 yet. I can't even legally drink and I already have to stop, right? Um, but I look at that like a blessing because in a way you are avoiding a lot of pain later on, potentially years and years and years of your life, you are potentially getting back. Um, I know when I got sober, one of my biggest fears, if you will, was uh, will I ever have fun again? You know, how will I ever have fun again sober? Uh, but the thing I had to remind myself was, one, I wasn't having fun <laughs> when I got sober. Hence why I had to get sober. I was miserable. It was not It was no longer fun. The fun, the party, the, the good times, those were long, long, long past. Long, long, long past. Just consequences. You know, that's what I was dealing with was just consequences and this empty feeling in the pit of my stomach that was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. For me, um, I couldn't even recognize the person looking back at me in the mirror. You know, it was it was that bad. I did not want to live anymore. Um, I felt miserable, <laughs> to say the least. It was a emotional, physical, and spiritual bottom. You know that I desperately needed to get sober. Now, I was really worried about having fun in sobriety. And that is something that has been proven to not be the case. I've actually had a lot more fun in sobriety than I ever did drinking and using. And I wanted to give a few story examples. And then I wanted to go into, you know, if you are sober curious or if you're first getting sober and you're really young, what to expect, right? Um, so a couple things. One, and this is going to sound really awkward, I had a spiritual experience in Las Vegas, you guys. Yes, Sin City, <laughs> the city that's known as Sin City, um, sober, 
Never in a million years did I think I would ever, 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 ever go to Las Vegas sober. I never. If someone would have told me that prior to 2011, um, I would have been like, you're kidding me. Prior to my sobriety date, January 1st, 2011, I would have not believed you if you had said you're going to go to you're going to go to Vegas sober and you're going to have the time of your life. So what ended up happening is, and this is, you know, obviously when you're first getting sober, there's places that you want to stay away from. Bars, old playgrounds, right? Um, and I say old playgrounds, I mean like places that you used to party. Um, obviously, you want to stay away from that. Obviously, you don't want to go to Las Vegas when you're 30 days sober. I would definitely not recommend it. Um, and I'm not even recommending ever going to Las Vegas. I'm just giving an example so a few years ago i went to vegas for the first time with some friends of mine and i was like a little anxious because i was like you know i've never been to las vegas and even though i've got a few years of sobriety now it's like i did not know what to expect you know it's vegas is sin city there's drugs and alcohol everywhere that is what it's known for drugs alcohol partying um shows gambling that's it (laughs) you know But one, the people that I went to Vegas with were also sober. So that's one for one. And that's a big, big, important factor, right? I had support. Um, And secondly, you know, our motive was to have fun sober, right? And we did. So we were there for three days um, and we ended up going to a show. We went out to eat. The food was really, really, really good. We went shopping, we got dressed up, we went to pool party after pool party. I danced so much, you guys, that I could barely walk. My feet were killing me. And we were having such a good time that people kept coming up to me asking me what I was on. I wanna get on, you know, I wanna do what you're doing. What are you on? And I'm like, I'm not on anything. And I was, I remember at one of the places that we went to, one of the clubs, I was drinking a Shirley Temple. And a guy approached me and he was like, and I was almost done with it. And he was like, let me buy you a drink. And I said, sure, um, I'm drinking a Shirley Temple. And he was like, what? And I was like, I'm drinking a Shirley Temple. And he's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, yes, I am. And he smelled my drink and he was like, that's all you're drinking in Vegas? And I'm like, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I had several people not believe me that I was sober because I was having such a good time. You know, I love music, um, and if, like, you know, if we're at a club or whatever, dancing or whatever the case, it could even be in my car, but in this situation, we were at the Wet Republic, and the DJ was amazing, and I just got lost in the music, and getting lost in the music, some people might think, oh, you know, they're high or something, right? They're just so gone, and it's not the case. Um, I remember... (laughs) Uh, I was three months sober, and I went to a Roger Waters concert. I was invited to go with the company that I work for, and I was scared because we had like a guest suite with an open bar. And uh, I told my accountability partner, I'll say that, my sober accountability partner, she's like a sober mentor that was helping me, you know, um, with my sobriety and I told her I was scared and she said, what are your motives for going? I said, well, my motives for going are to enjoy the music. And she said, then I think you should go. I think you should have a ride, meaning I think you should take yourself there and take yourself back home (laughs) a way out. 
if you feel like drinking, call me. But if your motive is to enjoy the music, you can do this. You know, you don't get sober not to enjoy life, right? And I was so nervous. So anyways, um, I went and I went to the concert early and lo and behold, there was no one else standing outside, which is really unusual at a concert. There's usually a lot of people. Um, I was there about an hour and a half early before the show and normally there's people outside <laughs> partying, but there was only one gentleman standing outside and we started talking and as it turns out, this man was also sober. Now, I personally think because I prayed <laughs> um, and for the record, I'm very open-minded. I call myself spiritual. Um, I When I say pray and higher power and stuff, I whatever you believe or don't believe in, you know, I'm very open-minded. Just for me, um, I prayed for help <laughs> right before the show and here pops up this man, you know, who happens to be sober. And he said, you're three months sober. And he was like, here's my number. If you feel like drinking or anything, text me and we will go outside and take a little break. Now, you guys, this was when I used to smoke cigarettes. So that's what would happen, right? So if I felt antsy, I would go outside and go to the smoking section and smoke a cigarette or whatever. And I say calm down because we all know that smoking actually doesn't help you calm down. But um, for smokers, we, th we think that it, or I used to smoke. I did think that it did, and it did help at the moment. Um, but I started, I was sitting in the guest suite, and I started hearing the clanking of people cheersing. And I, I swear, when I turned around, it felt like everything was in slow motion, right? And it scared me because I started wanting to drink. I was like, oh my gosh, I, they look like they're having fun. Now they were, <laughs> my story would not look like that. Right. Cause as an alcoholic, um, once you start drinking, you cannot stop, <laughs> you know, um, and bad things happen as a result. Right. So I texted this, this guy and we took a break. I called my, uh, sobriety mentor and checked in with her and went back to the guest suite and what ended up happening is I was fine you know I no longer heard the clanking I wasn't paying attention to that I started getting lost in the music and it was the most freeing feeling ever I had never been to a concert sober so really like the first half of concerts I was listening and then the second half I was drunk <laughs> or high or passing out or embarrassing myself so I never really had the opportunity up until this moment to actually enjoy a show enjoy music live you know it was pretty remarkable um, the funny thing was when I was going home after the show um, I got stopped at a police checkpoint and I was so excited because I'm like I am not hiding anything. I'm not hiding anything. I can actually go through this checkpoint, right? So by the time my car pulled up to the officers, um, he asked me, you know, have you been drinking tonight? And I was so excited. I was like, nope. And I was really, really happy. <laughs> so he put the flashlight closer to my face and I said, no, sir, I have not been drinking tonight. And he's like, okay, you're, you're good to go. Um, 
the reason why he looked at me like I was crazy <laughs> was because I was so excited. I was like dancing in my car. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my gosh, I get to go through a police checkpoint sober. Um, and it was amazing. You know, uh, another thing um, that happened um, in sobriety, you know, I've, I've been through, I've been to happy hour uh, with coworkers. Um, I've been around social drinkers. I've, like I said, I've been to Vegas. Um, I've been to weddings and, uh, I didn't feel the need to drink or get high. You know, the thing is a lot of bars, um, have now, you know, mocktails. They even have a mocktail menu I'm finding out. So if you are not newly sober and you get invited to go out with friends and you want to go out dancing and you know, the, the mocktails, you guys are so good <laughs> and they, they make me feel like I'm drinking an adult beverage, but they're completely alcohol free. And side note, if you go to a bar and you don't see the mocktail menu, you can ask the bartender if they make mocktails, they always say yes. If they have a menu, they'll give it to you. If not, you can just say, Hey, make me a virgin pina colada or whatever and they will do it they'll be happy to do it um sobriety is actually becoming more of a thing than it used to be it's almost becoming trendy i see a lot of posts on it on social media um my point is you can do anything and everything sober in life there's literally actually nothing holding you back um so when you're newly sober and you're young you know it's a little different right? Because people that are younger are able to, I say young, older, I say um, younger, I mean like 21 and up are able to go to bars and stuff. But even younger than that, you are surrounded by people that kids that teens that are potentially, you know, um, experimenting with drugs and that sort of thing. So how do you navigate that stuff? Right? So <laughs> excuse me, your first 30 days, I, you know, is the most challenging, the most challenging. Um, but you can do it, you know. Um, the biggest thing that I can tell you is getting support. When you are wanting to get sober, get help, whatever that looks like. There's support groups like AA and A. Um, there are, there's group therapy. There's inpatient and outpatient um, centers, you know, just whatever you choose to do, don't do it alone. Get help, right? Because if you could do it alone, chances are you would have already done it alone. I tried to do it alone, you guys. I did. I tried every single thing you could possibly think of. Um, I tried to moderate my drinking and using. <laughs> I tried to only drink on weekends. I tried to only drink at a certain time. I tried to only have two, um, two drinks. I even tried one drink per hour. I read online one time that, um, normal people drink one drink per hour. And so I took a marker out. Oh, I didn't take a marker out. I asked the bartender for a pen, sorry. And I wrote on my on the other side of my hand one, I drew one tally mark per hour of drinking. But by the end of the night, I had one big fat tally mark because I was wasted. So even when I was trying to drink like a quote normal person I could not <laughs> so get help ask for help make friends that are also sober 
you know, and believe it or not, there are a lot of young people sober. There are a lot. And join the group. And what I mean by that is go to the sober events. You know, you won't have to go to sober events the rest of your life. They're really fun though. (laughs) So you might want to, but what I mean by that is you won't have to only go to sober events. You will be able to do what you want, meaning go where you want. If you want to go to Vegas, you'll be able to go to Vegas. You'll be able to go to weddings. You'll be able to go places where there's alcohol and it's not enticing at some point. In the very beginning, that's not the case, you know. Um, So get sober accountability friends, you know, find friends that are sober. Um, Get help, okay, (laughs) and really tell your sober friends how you're feeling and doing it's so natural for us to be like oh I'm fine when people are like how are you doing I'm fine um no if you're not fine that's okay tell them you know it takes the power out of uh drinking and using it takes the power away from it when you're honest about where you're at um but yeah you know get an accountability mentor sober mentor someone who's been sober a little bit of time that could help you on some level um make sober friends, get help, (laughs) and stay away from your old playground. This is not the easiest thing to do, but this is something that's necessary for a better life, you know. Um, Keep your triggers to a minimum, you know, Um, and especially the first 30 days, you know, you're going to feel really emotional and you're going to feel anxious and stuff. Check in with people Be honest with how you feel and then join the group. You know, as you make friends that are sober, you're going to get invited to do things that you probably never even did when you were drinking. You know, when I got invited to bowling the first time, I was like, I never really liked bowling. (laughs) But say yes anyway. Go, you know, go out and be around people that are like-minded. And I did that. And it was so much fun, you guys. Um, So much fun, you know. People invite you out to bowling, say yes. Um, people invite you to the movies, go. <laughs> you don't get sober to sit in your room and be sad and think that it's not fair, right? Like, go enjoy life. Um, and you will see that the further along in this journey you go, as long as you are continuing to get support, and be open to growing and learning and um, keeping your, you know, being accountable to, to a, some sort of sober help, <laughs> whatever that looks like for you, um, you're going to see that your life is about to get really good. Yes. Are there times when it's challenging? Yes, because life doesn't stop um, when we get sober. So in other words, people don't stop being jerks on the road. <laughs> Things won't stop challenging you, but um, I promise you doing it sober is so much better than doing it the other way. So um, thank you so much for listening, you guys. I hope this can help some of you listening. I'm going to leave some resources in the show notes. And as always, if you um, have questions on anything, uh, leave leave a comment, send me a DM. Yeah, I'm here for you. And for those of you that are, you know, wanting to get sober, you can do this. You can do this. Hey guys, I hope. 
hope you enjoyed today's episode. Check out the show notes for today's details on the show and be sure to share with a friend and subscribe. I really love hearing feedback from you. So please leave a review and let me know what resonated in the comments. Just a reminder, you matter, you are amazing, and you are a warrior.